Yeah, so this is, uh, this is uh, Bordeaux Diaries. It's a bit obvious, but do you want to tell us where you are? I'm in Bordeaux, Matthew. This is Bordeaux Diaries, a year in the life of DMU student Callum Taylor as he studies drama in France and in French. So, Callum, last time we talked to you, you were about to embark on an adventure to go bootlegging in Spain. How did that go? Well, I survived. Good, that's the start. It was nice. We crossed the border by boat and there was no passport control or anything like that. Didn't even get checked. Wasn't anyone there to check it. Just some guy running, like, in his, I think it was his job to just drive the boat across the, the like, um, what's it called? Like a dock, yeah, across across one side of the dock to the other the other side of Spain. I can't remember the name of the town we went to in Spain, but it was from like just across the border. One side of this um, boatyard, like where's loads of sailing boats, is France, and you cross the other side, and it's Spain. So you were going to bootleg. Can you explain what bootlegging is? Yes, bootlegging is where well they used to do it in England. They used to go across the Channel to France and bootleg in the like. To, to get cheaper alcohol. It's normally for alcohol or anything that's taxed, so tobacco or, you know, yeah. So we went to Spain because it's ridiculous, much, much cheaper in Spain. And we we went to one place just for uh, lunch, which is like a little town, and then we went to like a supermarket. So were you walking or do you take no. the car across into Spain? Yeah, I didn't walk to the border. <laughs> I don't know how, I don't know my geography. I barely know English geography all that well. I don't know how close Spain and France are and where Bordeaux is in relation did to say, Did you just say I don't know how close Spain and France oh, are? I know that they border each other. other. Oh. What that was I embarrassing meant was... <laughs> that was embarrassing. I hope you keep that in because that was shocking. Um, I meant was I don't know how close Bordeaux is to the border. <laughs> Oh, that's what you meant, is it? Okay. Uh, it's about a two and a half hour drive. That's quite a long way to go. If you've got, like, if you can afford to buy in bulk, it's so much cheaper than buying, like, cigarettes or alcohol. That's quite odd, because a lot of British people do that with going to France, won't they? Yeah, well, let me put, you, put it in perspective. I bought a 40 gram like, packet of unnamed tobacco, and it was 10, it was 40 grams, it was 10 euros in Spain. In England, you pay about eighteen pounds. Bargain. So yeah, that's like half the price, if not and more. I'm rubbish at math, so I, I, I'm glad I chose France because I went to a supermarket. When you say uh, supermarket, do you mean supermercado? Oh God, yes, I do. Well done, Matt. See, sí, that's Spaniard. <laughs> you know more than I do. All I know is manana. So yeah, in the meat section, they had a. Uh, just dead pigeons with their heads and feathers still intact, just next to the chicken. Yeah, like lined Did you up get next a to the few chicken. Of them? Did you buy them in bulk to take back to France with you? No, I found them repulsive. And above that, they had pigs' legs just hanging down with the trotters still on them, and the whole area smelt like moist dog food. You'd say that French food is perhaps a little better than Spanish. No, I don't. I didn't. I can't. I can't say that. I'd say that the, the butchers is, is more. The butchers in France are more pleasant <laughs> than the butchers in Spain. Is it that much more revolting, though? A pigeon to a chicken? They're both just birds. Yeah, but the chicken's been nicely prepared, so it looks like when well, you'd have a roast chicken, whereas the pigeon's just the dead pigeon. It's not of dog food. What you mean? It's it's just it's it's fresh. It's feathered. Yeah. Oh, I forgot you're a vegetarian. Don't you? Don't start this crap against me. Okay. 
<laughs> I was just interested. Like, a okay. prepared pigeon next for a prepared chicken, I'd expect a pigeon to just look like well, a smaller no. chicken. Yeah, there was a, there were prepared pigeons there as well, and they looked all mangly and small and not as nice as chicken. But to be honest, I was put off all the meat when there was pig trotters hanging above it all and it smelled like dog food. You, you went to Spain, was it a day trip or was it just a kind of shopping run? Yeah, it was a day trip, yeah. And it was you and your two, I don't know, how would you describe Valerie and Philippe? Are they your housemates? I don't know. Um, what do you call someone? Because I a, think a... you're their lodger. Yeah, but what are they to me? They're my owners. Okay, so you went for a day out to Spain with your French owners. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was pleasant. Apart from the pig's legs and, and pigeons. And the dog food. And I brought some presents for people, some Christmas presents. Because alcohol's so much cheaper, so I bought some nice... Um, maybe you can't put that in the show because I don't want my dad to know what I got him for Christmas. Are you still going to be living with Valerie and Philippe after yes, Christmas? I, yes, I am. I am. Breaking news. Your owners was... have decided to keep you. Yes, I'm a lucky doggy. There was a choice to go and live above an Irish pub with uh, some friends of mine, but I thought short term I'd probably it'd probably be day to day more like crazy and wild and I'd probably have better friends. But I thought long if I stay here long term, I'm going to just improve generally. Well, yeah, living with a French couple is going to do wonders for your language, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I hope. And then, obviously, I really like Valerie food as well, so it's not like it's, it's like awkward being here. So, when you say you might stay there long term, what are we talking? Well, at the minute, it's agreed that I'll be there till May, till the end of the year. And have you possibly got plans to stay living in France after this year? No, Matthew, I'm coming back to do my third year. I can't wait. I thought you were loving yeah. France. Yeah, I am, but... I don't love the unit, I don't love the course, and I can't, I've just been, I've been having lots of ideas for performance-based things, and I'm just looking forward to pursuing them. And you can't do any practical work there? Well, I don't want to waste good ideas in France. Oh, yes, of course, because with the Erasmus scheme, this year doesn't count, you just have to pass or fail. I don't even have to pass. So you're just there? Yeah, just for a long time, long, long-term holiday. No work involved at all? Well, this is only as much as I want to do. Well, that's not even true because I do work just so that I won't be embarrassed because I've not done it. Tell us about your other adventure that you've been on, SEP hunting. Yes, well, that was therapeutic when you can block out the gunshots and the dogs barking. And what are those people called who, like, bat down all the undergrowth to make all the birds fly out? Beaters. That's it. The bat down beaters. So remind us what a sep is and how you were hunting them and why. A sep is a mushroom that grows in the Bordeaux area and some other areas, but it's an ideal area in the moist forests of Bordeaux. Uh, Well, surrounding Bordeaux, Aquitaine area. And they are about 20, 30 euros a kilo in Bordeaux and in Paris, about 50 or 60 euros for a kilogram. Generally speaking, because it's like a secret where they are. Where you find them is like a secret and you're not meant to tell anyone because it's obviously you're saving a lot of money because like for example valerie went with one of her friends last weekend and they got seven kilograms so you can that's like quite a lot of money it's worth of mushrooms 
Um, How do you hunt them? It's not like truffle hunting, is it, where you have a dog with you? No, it's like foraging. Okay, so you go to an area where you know that they grow, and then you try and find them. That's correct, yeah. So that pretty much paid for all your stuff you got in Spain. Well, we didn't sell it, we eat it. Oh, okay. I thought you were picking them to sell. No, that's not a bad idea, though, but no, we put them all in the freezer and then, yeah, eat it. So it's gorgeous, it's so nice. Also, just I thought I'd clarify, the hunters aren't hunting pheasants, they're hunting warhogs. And when you're going around, you can see like where the warhogs, what they do in the night is when they play a play fight and stuff, dig up the ground with their tusks, trample around everywhere, and you can see where they've all been trampling around, whilst you can hear gunshots and barking and stuff. So in the middle of a place where there are hunters and beaters out looking for warthogs and trying to shoot them and sending dogs after them, you and your owners are looking for mushrooms. Yes. <laughs> Explain what you do with these mushrooms that is so amazing that you're going to risk being shot. Well, it's not acceptable for the radio, is it? Because it's uh, drug-related. I did not know that. No, no, it's not really. It's not really. That's a joke. They just taste really nice, and they're rare, and it's like a, like an outing. There are other people who go there, but like you don't talk to them because it's like a secret that you're there, and you don't want them to see if you've got lots of sap. How many people get shot? I don't know but I'm thinking not many, but you never know. Also, the land is, is private land, so it's trespassing as well, I think. Callum, France has changed you. You're living a life of crime. <laughs> yes, but it's organised crime. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all in the name of having a nice meal. That's it, yeah. What do your owners cook with the sep that's so amazing? Do you get involved in the cooking now? Or... I've, I've cooked some sep, yeah. You, keep, you don't turn it into anything else. You just eat it with the things like... It's, Often veau, which is calf, you have it with calf, like with beef. What, you um, boil it, you fry it, you, what, what do you, you fry do? It. You fr- well, we fry the sep and then, because it's it's more the texture, so you use quite a lot of pepper and salt and then you put some fresh, uh, not fresh onion, it's a bit like onion, I can't remember, but garlic. you can put, that, put that on top and some garlic at the end as well. And then it's just delicious. You gonna bring some back for my Christmas present? No, it doesn't last very long. So unless you want to post me a freezer box, then I'll bring you some. Um, I bought Valerie and Philippe some peanut butter. Ooh, they loved it. Really? Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I seem to remember Elodie wasn't that impressed. Yeah, well, yeah, she lo- they loved it. Good. Well, God sake, I keep getting phone calls from loan companies who think my name's Karen Newman. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> well, I don't... I'm not Karen. Yeah, that was another one. That one was from Texas. Yeah, I get like 10 texts a day at the moment. I think for someone called Karen Newman. Oh, can I use this opportunity? If Karen Newman, if you're out there, you're using the wrong mobile number and you probably shouldn't be applying for loans anyway. Yeah, okay. Karen, uh, tweet in at DemonFM <laughs> if you're listening and uh, we'll sort out your Texas loans for you. That was strange. Yeah, well, well that's my life. Back to the peanut butter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what, have you been just spooning it into your owner's mouths? Um, well, I've had peanut butter baguette, and that's nice. And no, they just like it. They ha- What, they have it on? Yeah, they have it on in a baguette. They have it on bread. I tried to convince Valerie that a nice breakfast would be Greek yoghurt, oats, hun- a little bit of honey and peanut butter all mixed together, but she was not convinced. Oh, no, no, I wouldn't be either. Is it? Yeah, it's really nice. 